Kids, this is the this is why Dogecoin has a chance to destroy Bitcoin. You know, because if uh, uh, if Dogecoin gets taken seriously, the Fed might think it's crazy that there's all this money tied up and it's risky. So they look at Bitcoin and they will shut it down. And of course, I'm not naive. I know you can't shut Bitcoin down. It's not you can't shut it down. You can't do it. But you can make it a lot more difficult for just average Joe and Janies and speculators to uh, want to. To, to to hold it and if uh, you know if part of the surge in the price right now is coming from uh, you know bigger whales so to speak and uh, a swell in retail as seen from the figures from coinbase um, if, if those numbers are you know that that seems to be partially what's driving this current surge in the uh, second quarter of 2021. But if, if that is somehow curtailed by, uh, you know, and just a, a very basic law, any kind of regulation that a U.S. government or a European Union might want to put in place, um, yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to cancel Bitcoin. You can't turn, you can't turn that off. You can't just make a law and turn that off no matter how much you might want to. But, but you can make it so that uh, you can destroy the market, really. You can make it so that anyone holding Bitcoin has to, you know, just basically it's not worth their while. And and that's a risk, you know, because it's there's certain people, if you do that, they're going to be pushed in the wrong direction. And they're going to uh, start taking seriously, um, you know, sort of what up till now have been sort of crazy, wacko ideas of like, well, why do you owe anything to this country? Why do you owe anything to any country? Especially one that is, you know, not helping you at all in your eyes, but seems to actively be trying to curtail the thing you, um, the things you find filling. So if that's the case, um, there is a risk. There is a political risk that you create uh, more radicals and you further divide um, an already divided uh, populace, and that creates further political risk. And um, and that is, I don't think anybody wants. So I don't think it's super realistic, but it is possible. And surely if, if it, let's say extreme case, US government comes out with some draconian, you know, FinTech regulations, like, you know, Square has to shut down overnight because they don't have the right licenses to be, you know, doing those kind of transactions and shit. Like where does Square even come from, right? Great company, great interface, great, it's so usable. Like I heard their ads forever and I didn't take it seriously and I was like actively trying not to use Square because, or Cash App because they advertised too much and it bothered me. And then for whatever reason, I finally got it because they ran a promotion, like get it and get $5. Turns out you actually had to use it to get the $5. So it actually just made me even further angrier at them for kind of like what I felt like kind of lying to me to get me to join it thinking just all I needed to do was download it to get $5, but no, in fact, I needed to spend a certain amount of money before I'd get $5. Seemed like scammy as fuck. So I got even more mad at them and just kind of like hated the company. And for whatever reason, something happened where like, I had to, like I lost my debit card and I needed like, I needed to like use some money or something and I, like for what I think I had like my info in the cash app already. So even though I didn't have my debit card on me, I, I could use it because the information was in there and I hadn't canceled it yet. 
So that was like a huge wake up call and a very tangible use case for me. And I, and then I realized how easy that was and how much of like what had previously in my past experiences been a huge pain in the ass was sort of immediately taken care of. And then so I was like, okay, let's check out this cash app things, whatever. And then I, I looked into it more. I was like, oh, they're, they want me to get a debit card. Okay. I'll get a debit card. It's a debit card, right? It's no risk, not a credit card. You know, it's only like some church steal your debit card, but whatever. So I do that, super easy. Now it's just linked to my account. And I have Apple Pay too. And so Apple Pay is part of this whole weird infrastructure that is just so well designed that I actively didn't want to use it. And I actually enjoy using it now. It's, a, it's such a good product, in my opinion, like based on my perspective. Um, Whereas like Facebook, I think is the exact opposite and, and like everything they touch, which I associate, except for Instagram, for funnily enough, but like Venmo, I just, Venmo has these creepy vibes about it that like Facebook also has, where you feel like they're trying to be like nice or friendly or whatever, but it's just like too nice and too friendly and you feel like, oh, there's my aunt Lucy selling drugs. I don't think she wants me to be seeing her doing that or like... This friend from high school is, is you know, having dinner with this person and paying them back. Like, whatever it is, it's just like, I, I really don't care. And the fact you're telling me that makes me just really turned off about this whole experience. Um, and if I can see that about those people, like, what are you seeing about me that I'm not even aware I'm showing you? Because I don't think those people mean to be showing me these like totally basic transactions that if I like start thinking about it too much, I start forming all these opinions about their life and the little things they do and the, and the, with their, with their money. Right. I don't like that. Cash app makes it feel totally personal. It's like, you just have this relationship with a really confident, trustworthy corporation. And that's a really nice illusion that I'm totally happy to, uh, uh, um, support as long as they play their part and don't make me feel overly uh, burdened upon or watched or too um, voyeuristically uh, aware of you know p other people doing the same things on the service that I really shouldn't have any interest in what they're doing like I'm not trying to Poking to see what you're doing. It's like they're trying to make money social, and it's really. I think it's sick. You know, it's probably the future, but it just feels so grimy and slimy. Like the future that Facebook wants is like everyone to be able to see everybody's transactions all the time, and to just be able to like focus in on whatever individual you want and just see every aspect of their financial, mental, every aspect of their life, really. Whereas I feel like the. Cash App is coming from this perspective where it's like, we know you're a really smart, capable person who's trying hard, but you just don't have time to understand everything. There's just too much to understand. So we're going to treat you with respect like an adult. We're going to assume certain things about you, like if unless otherwise told, you like privacy and discretion and, um, and, and upfront, uh, well, let's not go too far, but, um, but you know, that's what we're looking for. And they, they, they give it to you. And they give it to you despite, despite 
my preconceived notions and despite my initial aversion to them because they their marketing department I think is a little tryhardy, but it worked, you know. I think it, maybe there's something to be said for there's no bad publicity, just get the name out there, saturate the market and all you need is one dumb dupe to just try it once and if you have a really good product doesn't matter how annoying the marketing is, you got them there, you got them in the door, and now they're going to see what it's really about, you know, and then you get to actually make the real, make the real opinion. And so that's, that's why I have nothing good, I have nothing but good things to say about Cash App, even though I know I don't know everything, and I'm sure there's some shady shit, as I'm sure there always is in finance, that's just my bias, I always assume there's some underhanded, scummy side businesses or hustles going on. Just because they have such power and access, but I get no proof of that, and um, that's just my own bias, assuming that, and I think it's it's not really fair. It's just like a sort of a nihilistic, like a COVID mechanism, so, because I'm used to those things happening. So it's like a, you know, I'm stealing my stealing, as in like steal the the metal. I'm making myself strong like steel, um, for the possibility that that is. In fact, the case, and then I won't be like totally dismayed and feel like an idiot for trusting them, right? You know, abusive relationship dynamics. Um, so that's just sort of my feelings about that. And then, like, the, if you're listening to this because you're like me, a degenerate gambler, you're gonna try to try to pivot that and translate it somehow into a a bet that you can make to make money, and. That's where I'm really struggling right now, because traditionally, sort of the way I've been successful in making money, at least in uh, trading public companies or uh, derivatives of you know publicly traded companies or assets, is to um, is to you know trust my gut way more than your average uh, you know investor might and. I, I, I think I'll lean that way too far, but because I, I have a liberal arts background, you know, I like to brag about that, and so I feel like I have a pretty diverse set of experiences, and it gives me perspectives that, uh, you know, if you don't have those experiences, you're not going to have, even if you have the best analysis training, and so while you, you might beat me on the analysis, I have an edge with uh, sort of a uh, certain type of, let's say, a, a zeitgeist, and I, I'm not off Qurans, I'm not, I'm not a brand new whippersnapper, I've been around the block a few times, but I think that only adds to my refined gut feeling brand. But I have to say, I, th I think, I can't, I can't really tell where we are, so... With that said, no recommendations, uh, do your own research, and uh, God bless. Thank you. Have a good night. Cheers. Bye.